0: Andrew Middleton is the founder of an organisation called I'm Not Done Yet, Indy for short. In his early years, he became a commercial corporate technologist and then went into management consultancy before finding a passion for non-profit organisations. In his mid 50s, he found himself creating a plan to maintain his income whilst using the plethora of experience and skills gained throughout his life. Andrew's father and grandfather did not retire, so he didn't really know or understand what a conventional retirement looks like up close, and quickly realised that he would need to create a strategy which was based not only on building his skill set, and thus, I'm not done yet was born which is all about helping people find strategies to reinvent and enjoy their life over 50. In this episode, we will find out more about what Andrew is doing to live it up in his later life. Some things include being an extra on film sets, to officiating weddings, to mentoring other older adults.
1: Okay, hi Andrew, it's lovely to meet you. Um, let's get going. Um, please introduce yourself um, and just tell me a bit more about your journey um, and where you, and how you've got to where you are today.
2: Well, I'm Andrew Middleton. Um, I'm the founder of a company called Indy that helps uh, people over 55 basically live their best life. Um, I've had a very odd journey, I think. Um, I started off in the corporate world as um, a management consultant, and IT consultant, Um, and I had a moment where I suddenly thought, why am I doing this? Threw it all up, went to live in um, an old converted iron foundry on the banks of the River Tavi in Devon, and needed a job. And I thought, what am I going to do? And I ended up working in the charity sector, mainly in grant giving, but all, all sorts of things. I ended up um, in a national children's uh, charity as their innovation manager. And about, I suppose, four or five years ago, I started to think, well, you know, are there going to be any jobs for me? I was hitting my late 50s, um, and I set up Indie. And I also set up what has become a very strange sort of gig economy portfolio um, working pattern. Um, I, st- I started to think really heavily about you know what was it i wanted to do how did i want to live my life i read loads and loads of books i mean that lot there behind me are all books about retirement aging i was just trying to get my head around what it was um i i had a little um a little bit of a hiccup in that i didn't have any retirement role models um my father carried on doing all sorts of stuff and working well into his eighties. My grandfather was a messenger boy in his late seventies, so I didn't have anyone in my life who had conventionally retired. So I couldn't say that's it. I'm going to wrap things up. And at the end of my fifties, you know, I was still thinking to myself, "Well, I'm not done yet." And that's what became the really the the kickoff for indie, as we call it. I'm not done yet. Um, the company I founded. So that's kind of me.
1: That's brilliant. Um, So were you when you reached this kind of hiccup in your life, were you approaching a point where you're like, right, I want to retire or I want to start thinking about retirement? Or you just thought, I'm going to read all these books about retirement. I don't know what I'm going to do. Let's just see how it goes.
2: Well, to to some extent, because I had a role model, because none of my parents and grandparents had kind of retired. I was really thinking well how am I going to carry on working I know it was kind of strange but, but I I kind of hit a, a brick wall in the I hit what I've seen other people hit and and what I call the oh shit moment where where I actually started thinking you know I don't think there is a career for me I th- I think for most people the last big job you'll get is your sort of 56 57 and after that people will tell you there's no ageism in companies but you know, there's a lot of you know very subtle and, and kind of almost closet ageism. So I started to think, well, how can I carry on working? Because state pension doesn't kick in until you're sort of 66, 67 now, and that's a a long time to be without a, a, a proper job, so to speak.
1: It's it's really interesting that you kind of thought, right? I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and even you, you you had that oh shit moment. Did mm-hmm. you did you have a kind of did, from experience, did you see somebody like a loved one also experience that at the same time as you? Or did you kind of recognize all these people around me, like my friends and family, are having these oh shit moments? Maybe I should do something.
2: Well, I started seeing my friends and colleagues, you know, people of a similar age were sort of going through it. And that's really where Indy came from. I, you know, I, I read a lot of books, I thought about it a lot. I had my experience as a management consultant. Um, so I'm used to structures and looking at things and analysing them. Um, and I realised we were all kind of in the same place. And that's where Indie really came from. It, it was, you know, are there some patterns? Are there some practices, some ways of being, some best practices, if you like, that, you know, act- actually I could adopt and, and potentially I could share with others?
1: Yeah, brilliant. And what does Indie do exactly for people that don't know okay, what Indie
2: okay. is? So um, Indie, predominantly, it's a a community of people um, that help one another through this period in time. Uh, There there are three things that really Indie does. It promotes the idea of um, an Indie identity, because when you get to a certain age, once you get past middle age, there isn't a really nice um, kind of tag to have, you know, become... Older, elderly, later life—they're not particularly, you know, nice things. So actually, saying, "Well, I'm an indie. I mean, I'm i not done yet. I'm kind of in between. I I I'm not at the point where I'm old and elderly. I'm probably not middle aged anymore. I'm an indie. So part of it is about having this identity that people can grab hold of, and people find that very helpful to to actually describe themselves and find it quite motivational to think, "Well, I'm not done yet. Going to find something else to do." At the second part of what I've been doing through Indie, is I found it's very helpful to have role models. Um, and I started out um, in our community and on the website um, by putting stories of people who had run marathons at 105, you know, real big things. And people didn't really relate to that. And I then started seeking out kind of ordinary stories and and one of the best stories that we ever told was a um someone in their late 50s um older guy who got a little bit paunchy a little bit flabby and he'd done one thing he got a a personal trainer and it changed his life you know suddenly um it it, well it wasn't just about him becoming fitter i mean in his mid 60s now he cycles and he he enters triathlon but it 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 really changed his whole life his relationships people saw him in different ways so telling these role models like people i call them people like us telling their stories is really powerful and then the third thing is trying to find tools approaches tactics that can help people um and i've developed a bit of a methodology that that helps people sort of walk through from dare i say oh shit moment to actually having a bit of a plan and thinking I can do that a lot of it is about change and transition um but some of it is is really thinking can I think in a different way and what's really practical for me so those are the three things that I've been doing
1: that's brilliant so I guess it's very mindset focused and I think over time um what we've found is that the like society drills in these ideas that Mm -hmm. as soon as you reach a certain age, like retirement, that's it. You like, you can travel or you can sit on the sofa and watch TV all day, or you could just do leisurely activities. But a lot of people don't want to do those things or don't have the means to do those things. So finding a job is a great, a great idea in a a sense that it gives you a sense of purpose. It gives Mm -hmm. you a social life. It also provides you with a, financial security which is a huge part of um yeah of that aspect of retiring so i guess do you follow that strategy that you implement through indy yourself
2: i i followed the complete strategy in, fa- in fact th- that's how i developed it i was the guinea pig this, <laughs> and, and my friends and i was very lucky a good friend of mine um actually turned around to, to me one day and said, if you really want to make this work and, and discover what makes people tick and how to do this, go out there and work with people. And probably over the last two or three years, I've worked with 250, 300 people oh. from different, different points. And, you know, some some people have been very generous and paid me for my time. Others I've just helped. Some have been quite long periods of time. Um Others, you know, it's just been a conversation. But I've learned an awful lot in the real world, you know, with, with these fantastic guinea pigs. And as I say, our, our community now, um, we've got a whole bunch of people. We all help one another and we put articles up there. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of self-help for the, the, the over 50s.
1: Uh, brilliant. And how... If we were to go back, let's say, 25 years and yeah. you and I said to you, right, Andrew, I want you to outline in a few sentences what you think your life is going to be like yeah. after 60. And so I want you to do that scenario. And then I want you to do the realistic scenario of what that looks like.
2: I, I, I think that for a lot of us, we've got this real belief that suddenly the, the clock chimes and we're at that point where we retire and off we go into retirement and perhaps we're playing golf and eating out the pub and and we don't think about it too much the reality of what i found is most people don't think about this until their mid-50s you know there's, there's almost a pattern to it that people think you know i'm still young you know i don't they don't think about things like pension and health and you know, all of these things that really come into play. And then somewhere in that mid-50s, you get to what I call the dangerous decade, mid-50s to mid-60s is where everything changes. You're kind of forced to really think, you know, you're going to come out the other end of it as a as a a different member of society. You may choose to retire, but then again, you know, in, in our community, we've got people in their uh, mid to late 70s who are still working and I've got examples of people still working in their 80s and 90s, Um, we've got people doing all sorts of um, wonderful stuff. But it's that transition and it's kind of those dangerous decade years. You know, for some people, it doesn't work well because they're so set in their ways, you know, that they say, you know, I'm going to be an accountant. I've got to have an accountancy job. And they send out thousands of CVs and, it just doesn't work because the world is a very different place now and there is this kind of covert ageism and for for others they they sort of throw everything up in the air and it all comes down in a very different place and you know suddenly th- th- this kind of classic retire when your pension kicks in doesn't really come into play you know you, you can be different and it also you know once you start thinking finances you think who am I going to be? What am I going to be? You know, it, it kind of leads you into other things like, will I have the health to do this? You know, what am I actually going to do? You know, all these other questions. So I, I, and they're the Indies, they're the I'm not done yet. Some, yeah, you know, some people will get through this and they will be sitting at home watching daytime television and that's right for them. But there, there are others, you know, who, who no, I've, I've met done there. yet yeah yeah um, uh, and to me, you know kind of having gone through this period of of reflection and, and building indie, you know, actually that's what I want. you know I want to I want to to feel that I you know particularly when you get to a certain age feelings of mortality and knowing that actually you, you, you don't know how long you've got, you know I do want to squeeze as much out of that and have as much fun and enjoy it as much as possible
1: absolutely um so when be- before that let's say that 25 years ago yeah. would you say that you have you would have thought you're just going to work until you're about 75 and then see what happens well, and then and then talk to me about your life now like what are you doing day okay. to day any exciting job opportunities
2: I, well I, I, I don't think you know back in the in the days when i was a corporate consultant i don't think I even thought that far i thought it would never come so i didn't think that far um now i'm very lucky i i have a very strange um portfolio um digital kind of work life um i've got indie which is, you know, i do some mentoring and coaching um really bizarrely during covid i went down a whole line i wasn't expecting to go down in that um i suddenly started working with a couple of people who said we really don't know what to do and i, I bought in my management consultancy expertise um and i've ended up with sort of a mark a kind of a guerrilla marketing background doing using social media and kind of tech tools really uh, i didn't expect to do that so that's kind of the second stream with indie and then as part of indie um it was one of my friends actually turned around to me one day and, and challenged me said there just aren't any interesting jobs um out there for the over 60s so I set out to um challenge that and I found a good number of them but I he said well you know it's all, all right talking about them but can you actually get them which is a challenge so i went out and got them so now at weekends i'm a part-time wedding registrar so i just pop out occasionally and marry people um and i'm a film extra as well so occasionally i'll have a day on a film set which is interesting you know um and i i'm sort of man walking past church let's put it mildly <laughs> i'm not the to- i'm not at the top of the uh the star this the
1: credits <laughs>
2: sometimes probably not on the credits but you know
1: <laughs> oh well, it's brilliant and I guess alongside all of those job opportunities come experiences yeah. and um it also massively expands your challenge your comfort zone and challenges you mentally maybe physically to do all of these things um which I think is super important for um keeping your mind stimulated yeah. keeping you mobile when it comes to just living um yeah. healthy life um when you reach your 90s your 100s and you're promoting that longevity by doing all of these things and not kind of monging out to a tv uh, on a daily basis
2: and we um, know a, we know a lot of the research out there these days seems to suggest that you might ha- have um more chance of of going down the sort of uh vascular dementia or alzheimer's if you don't stay stim- stimulated um and I, th- I think most of us who get into our 60s and 70s realize you know our steps become very important and mobility becomes very important because we're doing this stuff and maybe our body's pushing back a little bit so you know little changes i've made like i've got a um a standing desk not i'm not using at this moment but you know they actually thinking and and really interestingly for me because i suppose i'm operating in a, a new world scenario for me you know this is not the environment that i worked in 30 or 40 years ago um i i've learned an awful lot from people far younger than myself i mean it's a fabulous resource pool. i mean some people refer to me as as a sort of 60 year old millennial because you know actually you know we may sort of look down and say oh that's millennial behavior but a lot of it's really sensible and you know i've kind of picked up some of that so as i think i mentioned earlier um you know i'm trying to become a digital nomad so that i can travel and work and work from anywhere
1: i think that's fantastic and i love the the 60 year old millennial. I think that's great. It's a great like social media name. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If that was something that you were ever interested in. But I think that that's super inspiring, especially when it comes to people who are going through a transitional phase of maybe they're retiring or maybe they just want to change in their later life or in their midlife as well, because you do get to that your fifties often and think, Oh my gosh, I'm 50. What have I done? (laughs) Um, So I really, really appreciate you sharing all of that. So if you could give five top tips for making that lifestyle transition, what would they be?
2: Well, the first one will be only you can do it. You know, you, it's so easy to dream about making the change, but you actually have to get out there and do it and take some action. So that would be my number one. Number two would be... Take quite a broad look. I, I, I have a concept I, I call having your platform. You, you get to a certain point in your life, and everything that's happened has built you a platform. And that platform includes things like the finances you have, your health, the mindset you have, your relationships and friends. And they're all, they all support you. And I think you need to be very um careful about almost auditing that and and looking after that because that's what will lift you up i think the third thing is make sure you learn what really ticks the boxes for you what your passions are i think i think um in japan they would call it kaizen not kaizen um ikigai um which is is your life purpose because i think if you try and do something you're not passionate about um you're not going to do it it's going to be boring to you so so really look for that icky guy that thing that that um let think see the fourth thing um is really look widely um and don't be afraid to ask for help from anyone even if they might not be like you you've probably got something to learn and the last one the, the fifth thing is you don't have to follow the herd you know this is your life you can do what you want you can build it how you want and and initially when, when i first started out i didn't expect to be a social media toting wedding officiating film extra type older person champion but that seems to be how it is and it works i can earn money at it you know i've got a reasonable income um and it's fun to do so don't 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 be consigned to just you know what society will have you do. Does that, does that sound all right as a five?
1: Absolutely, and I think that that's fantastic. Especially the don't follow your you don't follow the herd. I think that's brilliant because the majority of the UK are sedentary, especially yeah. in later life. And whether that's a societal thing, whether that's something a generational thing, there's research to be done, but not following the herd will I think will really make you optimize your your later years and, and yeah. the last 25 years of your life um, because it will give you those life experience and also as we said you, I mean you've come across extremely knowledgeable not on just aging and what you're doing here but just you have such a broad approach to yeah. the way pe- you you want to live which yeah. is I, I think is one of the key factors for being healthy and living a healthy life. Um, and I can often see that when it comes to it, mindset is the biggest barrier to achieving what you want to do.
0: Yes,
1: And if you don't have that open mindset, you'll never be able to do things or live the way you want to live um, or enjoy life, um, really, because you will always have that kind of demon saying, Oh, that's just too risky no one else is doing it or um, everyone else is doing this and so let's just mm. do what the rest of the herd are doing
2: but um, 10 10 years ago I would have followed the herd I would have gone out there and got you know I've had to learn this for myself yeah and it's the the, the realization and, and now I'm heading towards my mid-60s you know I've got if I if I do follow the herd I don't think I will have as enjoyable a life you know I, I have a bit of a hoot now really do yeah. you know, in terms of what I can do. And I've, I, I work with all sorts of people and do all sorts of things and, and I can allow myself to do that.
1: And you come across extremely happy and positive. So, yeah. and obviously I've only been talking to you what, what for 40 minutes. So yeah. like, and just to be able to tell that you seem like such a happy person, I oh, think yeah. is, just, is just great. And, um, and really inspiring as well for somebody like me who wants to enter my 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s yeah. and 100s with such a positive attitude still for living and for mm-hmm. doing things and, and learning things. Um, I can see, and from what you said, you love to read um, oh, Are there yeah. any books that you'd really recommend for anybody who is contemplating having a bit of a shift in lifestyle.
2: Oh, that is so difficult. I'm going to have to turn around. I mean, they all all have different things. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to walk away from the bookshelf. There is the reserve section over here.
1: (laughs) No, you do you. I've put you on the spot. (laughs) Uh,
2: No, I. So, okay, I could probably I'll probably start fishing books down the new long life um by andrew j scott and linda gratton these guys are at the lsa in london and they've really broken down um a lot of the trends that are happening and this it's a bit of a read i'm not not saying this this is not a a light bit of holiday reading but it's really comprehensive um i quite like a company of one um by paul jarvis which is all the tendencies if you had a big job in the past or work for a big company you want to create that big company and um, what a company one of is, is all about is why staying small is the next big thing for business and it is about creating and tailoring something to your lifestyle Re- really things should come in threes so i to turn around and just see is there a <laughs> um oh dear this is this is getting complex um <laughs> I, I always like to go back to the blue zone by dan bettner
1: okay
2: uh, basically what he did was he went out there and analyzed why people are living longer and happier in various cultures and he found um, a whole bunch of patterns that existed across the world. So from people in J- Japan to Sicily to the US, on um, 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 what makes, what, what's the kind of um, recipe for a long life, a long capital. So they, how, how's that? Is, is that? Good yeah, story?
1: that's great. And great books as well. I think there's such a diverse range of um Books there to read that can really inspire you in different ways. And I think a lot of the people that listen to the podcast are in a position where they want to do something different or live their life in a different way, um, to just live happier and live healthier and live longer. So they're fantastic because I think reading is a great way yeah. to spend your time, but also to just challenge your mindset around things and your expectations. Um but, yeah, I, I think, I, firstly, I want to say thank you so much for um, coming and talking to me. Um, and before we close up on the conversation, is there
2: anything you'd like to add? Anything. I, it's your life, live it. Yeah, I'm not done yet. I hope people out there aren't either.
1: Perfect. Love it. And if we want to find out more about Indy or yourself, how is the best way for people to contact you?
2: Uh, well, if they looked at I'm not done yet, um, Dot org that's the link into our community and um, we've got a whole bunch of people and, and you can join for free there's no problem there or alternatively you can look at I'm not done yet. UK which is our website.
1: Perfect. Thank you very much. Um, and I look forward to kind of following you and I hope that you can stay in touch and let us know about yeah, how I'd love your to. Well, exciting I've, life goes.
2: Well, I, I, I found that the most interesting opportunities come from co- collaboration and working with people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about collaboration and networking.
2: It is definitely.